my family. I get the cheat code, I'm a beast. They should've never let me out of lease. Stop out of cap, I'm just trying to see. You really back what you talk on the beat. They put me in, I'ma walk on the beat. I eat my plate and it make me obese. I do pushing lyrics like a kingpin. And when did that we got no Olaf. Hello. Have you guys have, have you guys been pushing the coffee cups to all of your family members, friends, foes? Absolutely you know what? not. This is going to be the greatest uh, Christmas gifts I'm going to do this year for sure. So I'm let me do it now. People cheat code coffee I'm mugs gonna, for Christmas, I'm bro. Buy people cheat code coffee and mugs. cheat code. Get you a College Radio Directory coffee mug after you visit collegeradiodirectory.com and use code cheat code. Smooth. Yeah. They got a nice little a, a PDF document they have with all the college radio stations in it. And I've got it two years in a row. I've tested it. I use it. You it's, know, it's the, a blessing. The, it's a great tool. The to have. great thing about college radio is it's all of the early fans to music. Yes. Because that start, is one hundred percent our our demographic. Yes. Like for urban music, we want 13 to 26 year olds. And college students are a great market for us because they're open. They've got money to spend. They want to come and hang out in the club, see the well, artist. They nope. want to know what's new and hot. It's you can bribe win -win. them with food. Classics and homecomings Correct. are our cultural experience. Yes. So those are opportunities for our clients to get booked. There's yes. money opportunities there. Those are chances for Look how many people uh, on campus postings. during a homecoming. Yes. yes. You've got like anywhere from 10,000 to 30,000. The campus just swells with And guess with what people. they do? When you come, when you come, put on that show for the homecoming, or right before Thanksgiving, and they got to go on break, they take it back to their hometown. Hometown, yes. where they're from. and they're going to go share it with everybody there. So yes, it's a win-win-win. Win, win, yeah, win. college is an amazing, yes, uh, amazing I uh, think petri if, dish. If I'm if I'm an artist, <laughs> it's, it should be required to to go to college homecomings uh, slash um, performing um, for promo. Yes. Absolutely. It's, like, it's, yeah, you it think should it should be, be like a, a, a given, right? Well, I only do it with artists that are starting to pop. I don't, I don't, this is just my opinion. Mm -hmm. I do things a little different than most people, but I don't think that shows are a discovery method. I think if you're, you're performing in front of a thousand people, maybe two people mm -hmm. will follow you or like you or, or embrace your music because they're there to see whoever the star is. Correct. So, I don't do that unless the artist has a, they're bubbling a little bit. Mm -hmm. Then I have them perform. Yeah, discovery. I agree with you. Discovery, no. Yeah. Uh, established artists, I yeah. say colleges are somewhat almost one of the most important agreed parts yes. of your career. Yes. Yes. Because that's the case. Drake just did Clark Atlanta. I want to say last year um, with Twenty One Savage. He just yeah. popped up. Yeah. And those students went crazy. We went on a on a promo run through Michigan. With, a, with an artist and happened to fall on Michigan State campus finals week. So it was like, there was hardly anybody there. Mm. So we went to the Chick-fil-A and I, I called Wendy and I said, hey boss, do I have permission to buy everybody inside this Chick-fil-A lunch right now on behalf of this artist? She was like, Kingpin, what? I'm like, there's 20 people in here. Can I buy everybody lunch on behalf of this kid? She was like, do it. Yeah. So I stood by the register and everybody who walked in. So the third person, the two other people behind me happened to be the dean of admissions. And he was so blown away that the state campus tweeted him, followed him and, you know, showcased. So it just sometimes you, you got to show up, man, and you yes. got to get out there and you got to shake hands with these people, man, because you don't know what opportunities you're going to miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Listen, exactly. College students are always <clears throat> hungry. 
<laughs> they always have always uh, overworked. <laughs> always overworked. They're tired. They're looking for something fun to happen. Yes. And if you can give them food and fun and, and fun and leggings, and dope music with your, with your logo across the, the legs or the backsides. Or oh, my bad, free merch leggings. or some yeah. type of yes. cool merch. Yes. Oh man, it's yeah. on. It's a gold mine. Yeah, yeah it's on. Definitely. Sometimes Definitely music. market. And it's a great way to follow up. Because when you're going down to these campuses, hopefully you're not just going down there to showboat on these kids during homecoming. Hopefully you're going down there and you're meeting a point of contact, a POC on this campus. Yes. And you're going to follow up with this student who's going to be your on-campus representative. Your Do, ambassador, if your you will. Your ambassador, if you will. And this is going to be the person that's going to tell you what day is the pep rally on campus because a lot of schools, they still have the, the sets or whatever they're called where all of the students convene and they play music typically before games or whatever it is. A lot of campuses, they have uh, cafeterias or libraries or common areas or squares where people, a lot of the students, you know, can, you know, they, they all fall upon, descend yeah. upon after class or before games. It's good to get on campuses and know people that know those students and know those places. And then the follow-up. Are you going to run up. advertisements in those cities? Okay, yes. cool. When we, It's a cheat code that we give out. Whenever you're going to go do these events, if there's a school, do merchandise in both teams' colors. Yeah. Get you a white T-shirt, and if this school is blue, get you a white T-shirt and blue. White white is the cheapest. One color print. And if this one is red and white, then white and red. And then you'll give out two different color merch. Have one street team on one side and one street team on the other side. And have those guys going around. Nobody gets a T-shirt without a picture. I need the content. I need people. I don't want to see a picture of you talking to girls. I want to see. I want the video of you handing off the flyer and somebody taking it and looking at it. I want you to talk. You are the first line of defense. defense. Yeah. So and the when, best tool. What are you yeah. saying to these people? Are you getting them to look at that? Hey, man, your car isn't going to start if you don't take this flyer. Man, come on, man, what this is. Man, what you got going on? And th the first time you get into one of these cities, we've done it. Go down to Alabama. Go down to Auburn during uh, 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 the, the Iron Bowl and yeah. pass out promo. You know what those people are going to ask you? Where are you from? Yeah. You got music on SoundCloud? You got it on YouTube? Alabama and if you're not ready Alabama for that, State. man. If you're not ready for that, you're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get out there, go find out where the fraternities are. You want to, you know what they're doing on fraternities on game day? They're outside playing cornhole, drinking beer, and they got the music and playing. And they're all in a row. Come on, and they're all they're right all in a next damn to each row. other, man. Yes. Yeah. This is America, the land of opportunity. If you're not taking advantage of the opportunity, it's because you don't want it. I love doing promo tours in the fall exactly for this reason mm -hmm. because you can go from city to city and if you if you route your tour around the homecoming like you often do you're hitting three or four cities on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday but then you're in the cities that have homecoming and like I said the campus swells to to an extra 10,000 to 30,000 to 100,000 yeah, yeah. depending on the university, you know. Uh, we've hit roll tide so many years yep. with, with clients. Listen, you know what happens after those people get the shock and awe of like posters and they get to go home and they get to sit inside for 90 days because it starts to snow in a lot of these Northern cities yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. when they're inside, that's where that follow-up is important. That's where they got to see you on social media yes. connecting. Emails. Come on, man. And Emails, social media. Platforms. If you're this going out into these cities and, and they're listening to music matter. and they you picked up a follower from those cities, are you talking to those followers from that city after you've left? Are you going to pick up the phone and say, Alabama, what up? I just left, man. I was thinking about my Alabama folks down there. I went, Are you doing that? Or the minute you left Alabama, it's you a wrap. No them. more Alabama. It's now right. onto the next city that's paying you. So these are, yeah, you got to do a lot, man, because you want a lot. 
And you got to be bubbling. You can't just be stone cold going into cities and interacting with people. They're not going to care. But if you're bubbling a little bit and they're going to your social media and they're following you because they see you've got a good following, they see you've got a movement, they see you engaging with your followers. It's part of a bigger plan. You can't just pop up and say, oh, I'm going to go on promo tour because cheat code said we should. No. Right, no. You've got to do the legwork. You've got to build this and you've got to plan this. Yeah. And you've got to have a budget. Absolutely. It's not cheap. It's not, yeah, cheap, it's not at cheap at all. Even doing it on, we, we broke it down. Just doing it bare minimum, running about $1,000 a city. Yeah. And that's for an that's artist. Bare minimum. Bare yeah. minimum. Bare yeah. minimum about $1,000 a city. That's yeah. no product. That's nothing. No, When I say no product, I mean no posters, no t-shirts, no thumb drives, no nothing. That's just artist, team, camera, security, lodging, meals, and expenses, about $1,000. About $1,000. When you start factoring in the posters and you know different things that you could get for different cities, it makes it that much more do you want 24 by 36 inch posters so you can stand out? Those are $1,750 for every thousand. And you want the, the index stock because you want to run You want the card the stock. That's right. Because you want them things to sit out there and, and battle yep. the weather and the wind elements. And some of these colleges are built in valleys. Or, you still need the supplies too. Come though. on, man. We got to buy the staples. Uh, not you. You certainly don't wheat paste. But are people out there right. still wheat pasting? Yes. People still paste. People still, you know, the, the problem with the, the pasting is that now a lot of these buildings the space is up for sales so mm. a lot of these buildings where it was just a dormant building that sat on the corner now people yeah. are coming in through rebottling them and tearing them down okay. or they're now turning the building into a billboard itself so now you've got like new york city one example when you go through new york now every side of every building in new york yes. is an advertisement it is same thing when you go through miami and it'll be that way in atlanta before it gets long yeah before too long because it, it because has the to. buses it's, the buses have been now turned into that hey man do you want to reach people yeah. How do you want to reach yeah. them? And then when you reach them, when they go looking, what do they find? And yeah. that's where a lot of artists get stuck at. You never get out of that discoverability phase because you think that that bottle them away and tickets for you and five people to come while you perform is success. It's and not. It's, it's a degree of success. It's, on, it's one of the many uh, stepping stones on the way to success, but it is not the pinnacle. Oh, mm -hmm. you're saying there's levels to this. Uh, <laughs> man, I learned a long time ago that Success is not a destination, rather a degree. Correct. And there are levels. And every accomplishment, whether small or major, is a stepping stone. Not a stumbling block, but a stepping stone that you have to step on in order to get to the next level. And I had to learn that the hard way. And I had to sacrifice a lot. I, I hated a lot of people. And then I felt sympathy for them because they didn't know any better. And then I felt sad for them. And then I wanted to help them. And then I realized they were crooks. So then I hated them again. So I've just gone through those whole, <laughs> all the emotions. Yeah, I've gone through all of those emotions trying to find my position <laughs> in this business because this is what I love. This is what I want to do. And I want to help the people that do it. I want to help them be better, whether they came before me or they're going to come after me. I want them to inherit a better system than the one that I encountered. Question. There is levels to this. Do you guys think that the entry level is the hardest level? Getting established or finally getting to mm. a position where you'd be like, damn, okay, finally I'm in. No, because then you got to stay there. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what's harder. I think it's all hard. I think it all takes work, but you've just got to be dedicated to achieving what your goals are. And it doesn't matter... What's hardest? You're on a path. You you go from step one to step thirty or whatever. 
and you have no choice. You just have to go through the motions. Mm. And then once you get to what is the pinnacle for you, you have to do what it takes to stay there. Mm-hmm. What you think? Staying there is hard. Yeah, staying there is definitely hard. Um, staying there might be the hardest part. I think it might be. I'm not sure because you have to be consistent. It's yeah. Possible. Most people get into yeah. this. They have a job. They have something they do to earn some income. And then when they have to make a decision of whether do I go pursue this or do I continue to make income, there are mm-hmm. a few people that are like, I quit. I'm going to go do this full time. And then out of those people that I quit, I'm going to go do this full time. There are even far few that learn how to do it to remain doing it mm-hmm. because the vast majority of it, they say, I quit, I'm going to go do this. They end up going right back because they realize that there's no, it's seasonal. There's no, there's no consistency on this end of it. So it goes up and down. But then when you start to realize that's more of a trend of the economy than so mm-hmm, of the industry, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they downsize and they scale back on schedules in every industry, hospitals, lawyers, offices, doctors, offices, the legal system is in the shambles that it's in now because there's not enough time to schedule all of the different things. So it's not a me issue. It's a societal, it's a financial issue, it's a cultural issue. So then that means I have to take a step back. And I got to take a step back and I got to look at it for what it is, more so than what I want it to be. And it's not the boogeyman, it's not this, it's not that. It's, I don't know, man, getting there is super important. But I think until you're willing to commit and make that decision to say, you know what, this is what I want to do and this is how I'm going to provide for myself. And no matter what, this is what I'm going to do. Then, you know, Wendy took the chance and, and she quit her, her corporate job. And, she, and I, I, I say that because it's inspired me because I had never met this lady. And the first time I met this lady, I see her cussing through a lobby, casino lobby, wearing pajamas and yelling. And I'm like, who's this obnoxious woman? And then when I got down to the bottom of it, it was just like, oh, that's who that is. And then when you start to realize, well, okay, well, how did she become who she is? And then you're like, oh, that's what she did. Then it becomes like, it's, it's, it's offensive. And then it becomes like mysterious. And then it becomes humbling. And then a decision is made. Do you want to do any of that? to get to where you want to go. If not, it's safer over here, bro. Go nine to five, UPS, Home Depot, Moonlight, blame the world. There's Nobody believes be in me. It's easier there, bro. So I get it. The resentment, I, I want to be mad at the world. People don't believe in me. I, I'd be more successful. I get that. But then there are the people that wake up and Just do whether it. they achieve what you define as success or not, the joy is in the journey, man. That's real. This is where it's at. That's real. Your definition of success should not make me or break me, bro. It's what I'm doing in my pursuit of what I define success that will make me happy. And that is how you stay there. Find your find what makes you happy and do that every day. There we go. Cheat code. Sorry for cousin. Cheat code.